And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. It is the walk and talk that I promised you guys. We're uh, north of the city of St. Louis. And uh, I live out in the country. And it's nice to be in this location because uh, I'm about 40 minutes or less from the city. You might hear some wind here. We've been dealing with uh, quite a bit of wind in the, well, probably the last week or so. And uh, because of this, I want to go out and check my antennas. I check them on the inside, and what I mean by that is I, uh, I wanted to check the SWR and make sure the readings were normal, you know, within range. And uh, I can see several limbs that are snapped. A lot of things have come down. You'll just have to deal with the birds, the noise. It's a sunny day. It's beautiful here. Uh, about 42 degrees, so it is uh, It's cool. It's one of those um, in-between temperatures. The 2 meter 440 antenna looks okay. I've got that up on a MFJ mast push-up telescoping mast and uh, it does all right does all right for me and it doesn't look like this one has come down sometimes this mast will slip a little bit um, meaning the pieces will sort of start to uh, come back down and I'm noticing that my guy wire I do guy this it seems to be sagging just a little bit but it looks okay. And uh, for our friends that are new to 100 watts in a wire, I traditionally over the years, this is our ninth season. I started the podcast in 2015 and I'll do a walk and talk occasionally where we're not in the studio, but I'm just going around checking antennas and uh, talking whatever comes. And those of you who have been here for a while, know what I'm talking about I I may have I don't know they the guy wires are not super tight to begin with and I don't recommend that anybody really do guy wires super tight like guitar strings they just look a little loose but I can't see any changes to that and so anyway I'll do a walk and talk where I'll go around my property and uh, all of my antennas are in the trees except for this 2 meter 440 which is on a mast I'm guessing it's probably, by the time you get to the tip of the antenna, probably up 25, 30 feet, just a guess. Um, the 20 meter antenna, I know is doing well because I made a contact. Um, it kind of surprised me because this weekend is the uh, DX contest, Worldwide Long Distance Contacts, and I'll... Uh, talk a little bit about that as well so the reason I was able to check my antennas on the inside usually if something goes wrong I lose the end of an antenna it drops down maybe a limb will hit it or something like that the SWR will change significantly the VSWR whichever I had a somebody on TikTok give me the business about VSWR and SWR and if I knew the difference 
Turns out what I hear is there isn't a difference. Well, there is a difference if you add the V, I guess. Anyway, let's not get into that. But the um, DX contest, and I know many people don't care for contests, but I use them in a way to test my antennas just to see what they'll do. You know, you're going to get a 5.9 reading. You know how hard it is to make the contact if you've got to really fight to make it in terms of them hearing you, calling you, getting all the letters. Um, you know it's not quite a 5.9 and everybody just gets the arbitrary 5.9 and I know that pisses people off. You would think the older we get, we uh, mellow out a little bit with things, uh, but it really does tend to piss people off that you get a 5.9. I uh, judge it by how hard I had to work get it uh, anyway um, some new ones in the contest for me on these antennas and my lowest antenna is this 20 meter double bazooka that I made a home brew I'm really proud of it but it's not super high uh, again I'm gonna guess it's probably I guess 30 feet um, and that's pretty damn good it serves the north and south, which means the ends of the antenna are facing east and west. So the broadside of the antenna, you know, does really well getting down into Texas or up north into Michigan and beyond. I also have an antenna for 20 meters that is up higher. I guess that's just shy of 50 feet. Serves the east and west and being out here in the heartland, and again, you're going to hear some wind. It is winter time. We are in March, but we have a sunny day. So if you can bear with it, I will bear with uh, cold hands holding the microphone. So being out here in the heartland, um, it makes sense to have my antennas positioned where the ends are facing north to south because I can work east and west. And as I grew in the hobby a bit more I added a second and I do that for 40 meters I do that for 80 meters and uh, it serves me well they are in an inverted V configuration which technically is meant to be omnidirectional but I do notice it will favor the broadside if you follow me. One of the things I need to be careful of is, uh, and I don't even want to curse doing it, is these groundhogs or whatever is burrowing right now underground. And after a rain, I'll tell you, I almost snapped an ankle. I got a weak ankle anyway uh, from a, a, a break in the fifth grade. And it never really, uh, it never really healed correctly and then a few years ago I guess it's been a few now right around Thanksgiving I fell out of my shed don't ask but when I uh, landed on the outside of the shed my ankle rolled in a bad way and it's always been weak so I'm, I'm walking slow you'll hear the leaves rustle slowly and if my voice sounds cold it could be just because it's the temperature 
Looking at the 20-meter uh, antennas, we look like we're in pretty good shape. And I got to say, I, I spent a lot of time allocating these antennas in the best possible positions I could find them. And it took me some years to do it. And I still come out here and I'll look around at these limbs thinking as I look up there and I can see a washer that I must have... Uh, an errant throw. I can see it's shining as the uh, sun is coming up more here in the from the east. Uh, every now and again, I look like a Christmas tree up there. I've got washers of a certain size, and when I miss, or the rope or the uh, line from the fishing line snaps, uh, they stay up there for a while. And if the sun's just so. Anyway, these groundhogs have burrowed and uh, make it really tricky and dangerous walking it's crazy so i've got boots on that are protecting the ankle and hopefully a slow walk will be fine for us the 20 meter antennas east and west look okay and so do the 40 meter antennas and uh, i was mentioning the trees and how i've allocated them in oak trees and I'm on the strongest limbs i could find oh there's one i need to check while i'm here with you i mentioned that on the solo show this will be episode number 395. I bet you we're higher in episodes because these walk and talks, I don't know if I counted them as episodes all the time, but I'll, I'll start counting it. It's easier for archiving purposes. If you're new, I appreciate you stopping by and listening. Hopefully it's okay for you. Uh, I'm outside on a walk and talk in my antenna garden. I don't have an antenna farm. I've got trees. All right, what do I want to look at now? Yeah, there it is. Okay, so I've got an 80-meter antenna that is serving the north and south. And again, it's about 50 feet in the air, and this is part of the work I'm going to have to do. I believe I'm going to have to get off of this limb that I'm on. I know you can't see it, and I'll do my best to describe it. I've got a uh, an old oak tree that has a limb... And it's broken off out from where I have the antenna hanging. In other words, I've got the line over a limb. And it's in a really good spot. It's close to the main limb, but on a smaller limb. When I say small, I'm talking about maybe a circumference of probably, oh, six inches just from here. I can't really tell, but... I can tell that the limb is dead on the end, and uh, in fact, it has broken off in recent times. And it would serve me to get off of that limb and maybe get on the main one that it jumps off of. So I'm on an adjacent limb, and the, and the main limb coming from the trunk of the oak tree looks stable. This adjacent one that I'm over, not so much. And I'm keeping an eye on this because if it breaks any further, I'll lose this 80-meter antenna and things will definitely come crashing down. Will it uh, mess anything out? I don't. It may cross under a 40-meter. Uh, one side's in the clear. We'd be okay if it did fall there. But, you know, it's, it's a good antenna and I'd rather get over the limb and fix it sooner or later. It has nothing to do with the windstorms at all of the past week. This is just um, a problematic limb in the future. It could be an issue. And uh, 
if I had my gear, I'd be uh, throwing a fishing line over it to move it. But uh, maybe when it gets a little warmer, I don't know. We'll see. Um, everything else seems to be okay. I've got a Wyndham up. This one's sort of northeast uh, facing. It serves uh, toward Washington State. This was an antenna given to me by Steve, W7UDI. Uh, Sidecar Steve has given me this antenna. I'll put it up there. It's in a great height, probably 50 feet. And it gives me the bands that uh, replace my hex beam. I had a hex beam up there for a few years. And uh, I ended up taking it down. I had problems with it, and that's documented in earlier episodes. But anyway, I needed like, you know, 10 meters, 15, 17. It also does 20, 40, and 80. And uh, it does well. You know, it's under 2 to 1, so that's good. Uh, so everything looks okay apart from that repair I'm going to need to do or move. I just need to move it. The spot's not bad. Uh, it's just, um, it's tricky. And you know, we're all just visiting. This is all temporary. Meaning, um, you know, it, you're in the trees, you're in nature. Every every antenna is just temporary, in my opinion. And we'll have to do something if we can get some time out of it. Great. Um, I've been lucky with all the winds and the weather here. Been lucky. All right, now we're moving out a little further out away from the house. And, you know, I do a walk and talk every morning. It's much shorter, though. They're a minute long, and I put them on uh, YouTube, and I put them on TikTok if you do any of those. And uh, right now, I'm right at the end, the end of a 160 antenna uh, that is up in a tree. And it's in the clear. I've done a lot of work to keep this one clear around it, but I can tell there's a lot of... Ooh limbs and uh, smaller stuff down we get a lot of like nature's haircut type stuff where uh, the weaker limbs come down nothing seems to have fallen at least on the one that's uh, pointing in the south direction and as I make my way across to check out the north side I find my other 80 meter antenna looking fine double bazooka and uh, does really well oh speaking of the contest this uh, DX contest I'm not sure what the official name of it is but oh man who did I work yesterday on 80 meters I got some DX on 80 meters and I it's been so long but man it's really neat because 80 meters is known to be a, a close-in uh, band you know you're not working a ton of DX on 80 meters at least I haven't I, I probably can count on one hand and I'll have to confirm what it was. I, I want to say Scotland. Uh, and the beauty of these contests are that there's so many stations on. There's so much that you can hear. And if I look for the ones I don't have, that's just all I do. When I'm in the 160 contest, I'll work a state, you know, that I don't have. And once I work that state, I mean, not having in the contest. So if I work Florida, I won't work Florida again on, during that contest. I have worked all states and uh, I have DXCC in my log. I don't know about the paper and all that. If I worked it, it's in my log, it's, it's good. All right, we're making our way toward the uh, end of 160 and 80 that point toward the north. So it serves east and west on the broadside. 
Uh, both of those look okay. I need to adjust this end here. And if you hear this, I have a window weight that helps me uh, weigh these down and they can move up and down. And I think that's what saved me a lot here in recent years. You can do, do many things on your ends, but I wouldn't want to lock them down. You know, put a bucket with sand uh, so it moves if something drops down and hits across your line. Uh, you're not going to snap it. And I've snapped more lines in my early uh, first, I guess we're over a decade now. Um, but in the early years, I had them like uh, guitar strings. And, and guess what? Trees move. Uh, this one's 60 and needs to come down a little bit more in terms of uh, raising it up. Uh, but you want those ends to move. And it looks like right now, guys, my antenna systems are doing okay. Um, again, from the inside, I was able to check the SWR. It's a quick and easy sweep of the bands just to see if there's anything uh, abnormal, which means high SWR, a consistent SWR of like 5 or 7 or something weird. Usually tells me there's something wrong. Either there's an end down or a connector. Uh, that's uh, pulled free or some weird thing going on. But I think we've made it through the storm. Just going to take a second here. I'm actually chugging up a hill. And uh, don't want to sound like a Tom Jones record or Luther Vandross tea. Except for the ladies. If you dig it, then hey, I'll keep moving. Fellas, I know you're not, you're not interested. Well, maybe a couple. I don't care. Um... The part about spring that uh, is really cool when it comes is that when you, you start to see the green bust through and you know what limbs are dead for sure. There's no more guessing. So with my issue that I'm having, okay, there you go. Got to the top of the hill again. So let me describe this 160 is a, uh, it's on some flat land, but the uh, end that goes north runs down a hill. So you go to look at that end, and you're going down the hill as it goes along with you. And this one's up again about 50 feet. Um, our net control operator, Don, asked about average height of my antennas. Um, I've just found a sign here. It's bizarre. Keep out, no trespassing. Old ones, metal. Neat. Put that over there. Not sure where that came from. But I'm guessing the 50s. And uh, so anyway, yeah, about 50 feet up on every antenna that I have. There you go. Uh, wind coming in, we're heading back toward uh, my switcher. All the antennas in the antenna garden are good quick little story I'll share with you on the walk and talk as we've got some time for me to get back and uh, have some breakfast I was working uh, trying to work Indonesia I hadn't worked them before and uh, Indonesia came back because it was a pile up he came back with a mixed call he kind of had a mixed call he was like whiskey zero or whatever Sierra Tango Hotel. And it was me and this other guy, and so he got part of his and part of mine. 
he comes back asking for Sierra Tango Hotel. This is Indonesia, guys. And we were working to get it. Me and this station were both trying to get him in our log. Fair enough. Except he calls Sierra Tango Hotel. And the whiskey station starts calling back um, with his prefix. Meanwhile, the guy's calling for my suffix. So we're both calling back and the guy tells me to stand by. And you know, I'm getting to the point now where I'm just like, yeah, wow, you're gonna do like that. I did mention he called Sierra Tango Hotel, that is me. You are not me. But I stood by, I, uh, I wanted Indonesia and I just thought maybe I'd get this Alpha Hotel out of my way. And uh, that's what I did, that was my approach. But yeah, it took him a little bit. And then finally, uh, I, I went after he went and the guy pulled me out. But, you know, I was just thinking to myself like, that's kind of dicky, you know what I mean? Like, especially when the man, the operator calls for Sierra Tango Hotel and you're not Sierra Tango Hotel. He may have had every intention on working both of us and he got us both, so no harm, no foul. But I thought it was like, it wasn't good. And I thought, you know, part of me, the younger part of me, because I, I got the guy's call sign who kind of told me to stand by. So, oh, okay. Oh, you going to tell me to stand by? A younger version of Christian would have uh, printed up a t-shirt with the guy's call sign. And every other D-bag uh, that I've heard on the air this contest and before and put them on sort of like a troll call or troll roll or whatever. But I did. I got a few new ones in terms of uh, new DX entities. Mongolia. That was a new one for me. I did work Indonesia, so that was cool. And... Uh, where else? There was another one. I don't have my list in front of me. But, I, you know, I try not to work people unless, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not jumping into contests, but I will work what I don't have. And I was just in there trying to work Thailand. I don't have it. For some reason, although I, I've got a good antenna system, I have trouble getting to Asia sometimes. So it's, um, when I see China or whatever Indonesia I start seeing things that I don't have I'll just try to jump on him and uh, the Philippines I couldn't get the Philippines today and he pretty much faded <coughs> pardon me and uh, anyway yeah so there you go walk and talk after a uh, a few days of a lot of rain and high winds and uh, I'm actually making it past the real garden I've got a lot of work to do out there now I've got uh, 12 raised beds that we need to take care of and uh, boy I wish they would find a, a cure for this Virginia creeper because that ain't worth a damn I think that's what no creeping Charlie is what they call it and it, it seems to go through the winter like no problem, no problem. So I've got some work to do. 
in the garden and uh, as soon as the weather starts to get us into the 50s we'll work on that planting usually St. Patrick's Day becomes the marker for putting potatoes in the ground lime them up cut them put them in but you never know man uh, March has become wetter rains more and it's just not worth all the work and the time you put in to have them rot out on you because of too much rain all right friends that's our walk and talk on episode 395 i hope you enjoy it i will put it up on youtube although i didn't do video for it but you can look for it um as you subscribe to the podcast if you dig it if you got any questions for me or the team drop us a line i'm at christian at 100 watts and a wire.com that's also our website you're welcome to uh Suggest show topics, interesting guests, whoever. It's all good. We're nine seasons in, and, you know, if you're struggling with something, let us know. I'd like to look it up, too. Got an interesting request about ballooning, and uh, I don't know too much about it, but if you know somebody about that knows a lot about ballooning, make that connection. I'll bring them on the show. We'll talk about it. And that became a topic of interest due to uh, the recent... Uh, Balloons that were taken out of the sky recently over our country. Enjoy this great, beautiful day of freedom as you listen. Even if your weather's bad, you are free, brothers and sister. I think we only have like .01 ladies, but I hope you're hearing this, girl. And you drop me a line because I want to know who the ladies are, for Pete's sake. All right, 73, take care of yourselves. Look out for each other. Stay warm while we while we need to, and uh, take care of yourselves. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. Seven three. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.